0: fishing, if you want to know what you've been missing, call on the guys that'll make your line tight. Call Bernie Bass and the captain. All right, that's Bernie Bass and the captain. That's right. Now they're the guys that old fish fear. They're both known far and near. Ask them what's right. They'll tell you what to do. Ask them what's wrong. Well, they'll tell you that too. Bernie Bass and the captain. That's right, Bernie Bass, and the captain, all right, Bernie Bass, and the captain, that's right, they'll keep your line tight. Bernie Bass, and the captain, that's right, keep your line tight. Welcome to the Tight Line with Bernie Bass and the captain. This week, Cutty Hunk Kenny once again is our special guest host as the captain is once again on vacation. I'll tell you, that guy's got some schedule. We are joined by a special guest this week bob wilson who is a high school teacher however everyone around the fishing industry on long island knows him as the advisor of the ward melville high school fishing club and the organizer of one of the best fishing shows in the northeast just to give you a little background on bob he's a native long islander growing up in massapequa who has an extensive background in fishing he has worked in a tackle shop he's been a mate on a party boat and has extensive knowledge in both inshore and offshore fishing Welcome, Bob. Thanks for coming on the show. Is there anything you'd like to add before we get started? No, let's jump right in. Sounds good. All right, so uh, like I mentioned in the introduction, you grew up in Massapequa. Um, What was your first experience fishing, and who was responsible for getting you involved in the sport?
1: Well, I was lucky to have a father who uh, grew up on the water. We have a bay house in the family, and maybe when I was about six months old, I've been on a boat ever since.
0: That's great. Uh, When you uh, were young, were you into, like, doing... uh, the clamming thing and crabbing yeah, thing and what was a lot of the species you were catching when you used to thing? ride my
1: bike down to john burns in alhambra i had a boat a little t- tin boat before i had a car um and then i lived around the block from croons lake so i got to do that and the, the whole freshwater thing so fishing's been a part of my life my entire life now did you have siblings that uh i've got two young with? i've got two younger sisters they took a cup of tea to it and that was it and not not much else.
0: Do you have any other, like, cousins or anything you used to hang out with in the summers and do stuff with?
1: No, or? well, the kids at the Bay House that I grew up with, uh, the car kids specifically, they, they're ones that I, I grew up doing everything with, the hunting, the fishing, clamming, crabbing, jacking. You name it, we did it. So they were like your uh, summer family. Yeah, without a doubt. <laughs> without a doubt. Um, I know you both
0: enjoy uh, the inshore game, the offshore game. Uh, is there any specific species you really enjoy catching? I
1: like black fishing. I go, it's it's a challenge, it's tricky, it's not okay. easy, and when you do get them and you get them good, it's a big accomplishment. Between that and fluking, bucktailing for fluke, those are my top two things. I'll tell you, I'm a big blackfish uh, person myself. I'll tell you, to me,
0: there's no better inshore fish to eat than blackfish. What do you think, Cuddy I know it's one of your uh, favorites. It's up there, but I would probably go sea bass over a blackfish. I like them both, but we go on a trip together, Bernie and I, and... Uh, we enjoy the blackfish. It's just, there's something about it. And I get the fluking, because I was a boat guy, too. And uh, now we're strictly surf casting, but fluke fishing was probably the best. Yeah, fluke fishing's a lot of fun. All right, let's uh, shift gears for a moment. Um, let's talk about the fishing club you run for the kids at the Ward-Melville High School. Right. It is truly amazing, by the way.
1: No, thank you, thank you. The fishing club's been around about 15 years or so. Um, got, on average, every year changes, obviously, because the kids change in and out. About 40 kids on average. Um, I, it's, it's really loosey-goosey in how I run it. I don't make the kids come to mandatory meetings. They come when they want. I post a schedule. I get about 20 kids solid every single week that show up for lectures or presentations or do-it-yourself projects. But we do a million different things. Um, all depends on the season. In the fall, a lot of how-to. In the winter, we do do-it-yourself projects. We build rods, tie bucktails. We, learn, we build our own plugs. Um, and then in the spring, it's let's get out and fish as much as possible. Obviously in the fall, it's a favorite time of year to fish. We fish a lot then, but, you know, the fall weather around here, we get blown out so much that we have to fall back on something. So you're doing a lot of winter
0: activities with them to show them all aspects of fishing, not just getting out on a boat or getting out on the shore fishing.
1: Exactly. I grew up being at the bay houses. I grew up potting and and netting everything, so I want to teach them how to do that also. I totally hear you. And on that note, we're going to be right back
0: and discuss this club a little more. This is exciting here. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to The Tight Line with Bernie Bass and the captain. I'm here with Cuddy Young Kenny as the captain is on vacation still. And I'm joined by my special guest, Bob Wilson, the advisor of the Ward-Melville Fishing Club, if you're just joining us. And we were just speaking before the break about the fishing club. Bob, I got to ask you, did you start the fishing club? Was it already in existence when you took it over or what?
1: No, uh, I guess I can get credit for starting the club. It was actually a teacher and I that I work with, another social studies teacher, Bill Lapp. We started by taking kids out on a trip because they heard we like to fish and they wanted to do it. So we went on the Celtic Quest out of port, took them out for a day of fluking, and it snowballed into about eight kids the first year who wanted to meet for, for uh, meetings and they wanted to learn over learn about a couple of things. And very quickly we got administrator uh, administrator support, and the club just kept on building and building and building into what it is today. What are, I know, you just talked about some of the winter activities.
0: You know, in your opinion, what are the best activities you think you do outside of the fishing?
1: I I firmly believe that when you build something and you use it, and then you go and capture something, you catch something on it. There's nothing more pride uh, that the kids can get out of that. So, rod building's a really cool experience for them. Um, I have to thank uh, the Al, Al Goldberg and. Uh, Captain Neil Faulkner. They started us off with rod building. They help us out by donating a lot of goods. Luke Caruso has always helped us out. I I have so many blanks and components that the kids can build for free, actually. That's really nice. Yeah, it's a really cool thing. They get get set up on what they want, and then we set up times where we do an after-school class and a night class. So for the kids who are playing uh, winter sports, or if they got extra help, they can still get in on it. And we do two hours a night for like six weeks. I have them on the schedule. We bang out the rod. I do all the epoxy work because that's a little difficult to do right off the bat, but they do all the other work. It seems like you put in a lot of time.
0: Yeah. with this, And that's very yeah. nice of you to do oh. that. And it's for the kids, of As course. As a teacher, you, know, you do it for the kids, and exactly. And gratification to see it start to finish. So you're building a rod from scratch, and then you're going out and catching with it. You got and it. And even using a law that you're making, probably, you, right? Yep. Or yeah, tail. we, we, we build
1: plugs, them. bucktails, teasers, yeah, you fantastic. name it, rigs, anything they want to do. And every year that changes. So one year it might be that the kids have no interest in building plugs. Like this year, we didn't build any plugs. The kids had no interest in it. But we built a bunch of skirt jigs. We did a bunch of freshwater stuff. So I've got to learn some new things and get, and get acquainted to it. But once we do that, it's pretty easy. Or I'll reach out to some guys. Like, the industry is awesome in a lot of different ways. I'll reach out to guys who build plugs or build uh, different lures. And they're like, hey, do it this way. And it, the learning curve for me is immensely, like, uh, cut down. And I could pass that along to the kids. Now,
0: let me ask you a question. You mentioned freshwater, so you do some freshwater stuff with the kids also.
1: Yeah, we do. <laughs> so I, I primarily love saltwater. No, me I, too. I had my fill of freshwater growing up, and the biggest uh, hurdle with the high school club is transportation. A bus will cost us, just to go in-district for round trip is $400. Wow. So then, you know, there aren't many lakes close to us. So you've got some in Smithtown, but that's a five dollars $600 bill just to take sometimes 10 kids fishing, so I try and, like, if they want to, we do it. It's great. And you say, well, can't the kids drive? Definitely. By the time they're seniors though, there, there's so much going on that our high school's sophomore to senior, 10th through 12th grade, the good majority of kids are 10th graders. And then as they get older, the hardcore kids stick around, and we fill in with more younger kids. So transportation's a big issue that I always find.
0: Okay. okay let me ask you another question about the uh, club. Do you go over, you know— like some safety stuff about being on the water whether it's being on a boat whether it's fishing from shore i mean because both have their you know things that can go wrong
1: so being around uh where we are in the stony brook three village area there have been a couple of deaths down by west meadow beach with parents um who have either been kayaking or wading so we talk and i'm not a big surf guy I'm, i'm i'm a boat guy uh but mike owen is a former administrator he's like 132 years old he helps me out every single uh, every single week with everything he's awesome and he surfished a lot all over the island So we'll go through the do's and the don'ts. If you're going on a kayak, avoid these areas, look at these currents. If you're gonna be wearing waders, you gotta wear your belt. We definitely do that. Um, For my boat kids, I've been trying to work and COVID really, you know, shut this down. Been trying to get the boater safety course in so we can do that over the winter so everyone can get their license. And I have it all set up and it's just been on hold. Now what about getting kids certified in like CPR
0: and first aid through your school does they do something like that at all
1: No we 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 could easily do that my wife actually is a, uh, oh. a is someone who could certify them in doing that but they I leave it up to them and what they want to do that hasn't happened yet but it's always a possibility And it's it's great you do that like
0: you leave it up to them I love hearing that because kids want a stake In what's going on and you know you being the advisor you know it's not your club it sounds like it sounds like it's their club and that's really what it's supposed to be about the kids right and
1: for me it it, it would get stale if I did the same thing every single year because that's just boring if they want to do something new it's like let's go new challenge sounds cool
0: well I have to be honest and I agree with Bernie I think you run one of the best saltwater fishing shows in the Northeast at Ward Melville High School each spring and I know it's well supported by the industry people in the fishing community as it does support the kids when did it start, and did you ever think it would become this big?
1: So, no. Uh, to answer your question, I never thought it would be as big as it is right now. Right now, we play host to 250 to 300 vendors, over 400 tables. We we pack out Ward Melville, the gym, the auditorium, the hallways. Every area that I could use, we use uh, we use it with the show. Um, when it started, NorEast.com was still in existence, and actually people were using it and they the guys there helped me really get it going, and it was a whopping thirteen tables I believe that we had, and we had seminars, we had more seminars than we had pre- uh, presenters and tables there, but every year it grew, and you're a hundred percent right, the industry is awesome from the charter captains that are donating six pack trips, to the party boat guys who are giving a plethora of tickets to you know tackle guys, to rod builders, to you know the, I'm just talking local right now. And then we have, uh, I'm lucky that a former Melville kid is a pretty big sales rep with AFCO. So he then hooks us up in a big way with a lot of stuff that we can now raffle off, or we can now get to the kids and and do all that stuff. And the show's turned into a monster. Honestly, the kids, outside of like, we had a couple trips with the uh, Orient Star and with Fishy Business, where the kids caught their biggest bass they've ever caught this past spring. The best thing that they always talk about is the show. that's what recruits kids for next year for me and that's what my kids, they they love it so much. Wow,
0: that's amazing.
1: I'll tell you, I mean, it really is a well-oiled
0: machine. I mean, I've participated in so many years. You have so many people organizing. I've done many seminars there. When you go in there, the equipment's all set up. It's ready to go. I've walked into shows. I've walked into other venues. I never know what I'm getting into. I always bring my own equipment or whatever. I don't need anything when I come to your show, man. Everything is right on par. It's really a great show. You seem like the kids are all involved you know they're all putting in the effort you had a ton of volunteers and other clubs selling stuff and things like that you yeah. know candy and soda and we got i think your club is also benefiting the other clubs which in turn is benefiting more kids what's better than that right? without
1: a doubt we have a uh we, we have a, a patriot league club that supports the uh you know the veterans and everything and they run a certain element where we donate a rod to any any veteran uh of the armed forces can come for a free raffle wow that's uh, great and they do that stuff
0: that's pretty awesome. On that note, we will be right back. Welcome back to The Tight Line with Bernie Bass and the Captain. We are continuing our conversation with Bob Wilson, the advisor of the Ward Melville Fishing Club. We're going to have a few more questions for Bob. But first, we got to talk about the happenings around the island, sponsored by our friends over at ODM Fishing Rods and Fat Cow Fishing Products. August nineteenth is the Long Island Aquarium annual gala. Tickets are two hundred fifty dollars, and all proceeds go to the New York Marine Rescue Center. For more information, go to New York Marine Rescue website at www.newyorkmarinerescue.org. Hey, are you an organization with any upcoming fishing or related fishing events? Please email us the information at Tightline Radio at gmail.com so we can get that information out on the air. Okay, let's talk about the last cast. Um, this week is sponsored by Miller Place Bait and Tackle and s Bucktails. Our last cast has to do with all the media sharks out there, um, with all these shark sightings in the waters over the last couple months here. You know, um, I heard something on the news, you know, a little while back about now this is the new normal. I can't believe this is becoming the new normal, and I am really had it with hearing this term new normal. Okay, sharks I mean, sharks is where they, you know, the water is where they live, guys. What do you think about this, Bob? I'm shocked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm shocked. <laughs> yeah. But isn't it getting, like, a little ridiculous? It, I is, mean, it is a little ridiculous. You know, that, you know, are they really lacking news out there? I mean, it's a. it's been a beautiful summer so far. Let's just enjoy it and stay on the positive note. We've had some beautiful weather. Enjoy the beaches, and if you see a fin. Get out of the water. Stay away
1: from the bunker. No, I totally hear you. (laughs) And
0: that is our last cast. And that brings us now to our Catch of the Week winner, sponsored by our friends over Professional Care Physical Therapy of Riverhead and Patchogue. Check them out for all your physical therapy needs. Check out their website at professionalcarept.com. Also sponsored by Tight Lines Bait and Tackle of Sag Harbor. Um, Our this week's winner is Nico A. from Bayshore, New York. His entry of a nice striped bass won him a fat cow fishing prize pack. Thanks for listening, Nico, and thanks for entering the contest. Want to be a winner in the future? Send your catch pictures to radio at gmail.com or via Instagram, direct message at tightlinewrivradio. Next week, we'll be giving away dinner and dessert from our friends over at the Elbow Room in Dairyland Ice Cream. Hey, Kenny, I know the captain is a big ice cream guy. You like your sweets and ice cream too.
1: And that I do. All
0: right, maybe they'll take you. Mm. I don't know. Okay, so that is our winner for the week. Um, All right, Bob, i got to get into a few more questions with you. Uh, What's some advice that you can give to other educators um, in schools that are thinking about doing a fishing club?
1: So there are a couple other clubs around the island. Um, Port Jeff, Mount Sinai has a pseudo club. I just helped Rocky Point get their club started. I actually got the inspiration from Lindenhurst. I found that they were doing it years ago. I don't know if they still are, but... um, Island Trees I've helped get started. Best advice I can give you, number one, contact me, Patriots Fishing on Instagram. Just DM me, and I will walk you through everything. But really, you need administrative approval, so you need to have an administrator at your back. If someone likes to fish, that's an easy way. That's how I started. And then I I worked within my own classroom, and I had kids who were interested. I put fishing pictures and stuff up all around my room. Kids get the idea, and it'll grow from there. The kids are really into it and we live on an island so it's a, it's a home run of an idea.
0: No, I agree and I know they have been popping up more and more and I think that does come from the exposure of your fishing club and that show you run—I really think that has a lot to do with it. As it gets, you know, as the show got bigger, the reach got bigger, and I think more people are seeing it. And now they're, you know, popping up. I know um, we had Cookie on early on in the year uh, from Liban. I know he's looking to donate some stuff to She's startup awesome. yeah. clubs and, and things like that. And I know, like MSA's, you know, donates rods for snapper tournaments or whatever. You know, everybody I've kind of had on this show is all about the kids and, and I love seeing that and, you know get those kids off the electronics and and get them out okay. there fishing you Absolutely. know and another
1: good guy to talk to is Brendan over at Captree Bait and Tackle oh, yeah, Jones. He's great. He's yeah. awesome and you would think the South would have a lot more opportunity just because the canals the docks the everything that you need just to get going at an easy level he's a great guy to get in contact to because then he can actually reach out to me or the other guys that he has um, right there and it, it's, it's just a slam dunk it's a home run
0: I know what you do is really great, and that's really why I wanted to have you on. You know, not only promote your club, but you know, to let people know these things are out there and these things are coming to your schools. So look for them. You know, yeah,
1: without without a doubt. I mean, some of the other things that that you know spring off of this is that kids get jobs in the industry. Also, we set kids up as being mates. We get kids set up in all the different elements, uh, working at a tackle yeah. shop. Justin Chatterlors has had kids uh, from my club work there, but once they get exposed to it they want to do it and and you would think that it's like mostly the hardcore like fishing kids and i've got some of them in there a lot of the kids cuz you know how headstrong you are when you're 15 16 17 you think you, they sometimes stay away but it's the kids who don't have access the kids who don't have parents who want to or their parents just don't know they're willing to go cuz we take the parents out on a lot of the trips with us but once you provide them with a little bit of knowledge all of a sudden, it's so cool to see that grow. And having run the club as long as I have, having uh, run the shows and all that, I start to have a little alumni network now, which is really cool. Because oh, now you can see great. them Come and back longer. and help. They do come well. back. People come back They and come help. back and help at meetings, at shows, you name it. They, they can't do enough to help. That's how That's much th- they like it. Yeah. Great. And, Bob, every week when I have someone on, I like them to
0: do a quick story. You got a quick story for us?
1: Yeah, probably on the idea of... Uh, uh, of why kids need a little help I remember one of the things I used to love growing up on the Great South Bay was you know jacking uh, crabs at night and I used to take my buddies out because most of my friends uh, outside of clamming and maybe snapper fishing they didn't fish a lot so I remember sitting in my, my 16 foot or actually I was standing in my 16 foot tin boat and because my friends couldn't see with the spotlight stood up on the bench put my foot on the throttle and for a while we were doing pretty good I lost my balance hit the throttle flew straight out the back oh. middle of the night <laughs> Long story short, I get out and we go over to our friend's house who was having a party and she lived right on the water. Yeah, I'm soaking wet from head to toe and they're like, what the heck just happened to you? I'm like, don't <laughs> even ask. Oh, man. So uh, kids need all the direction in the world. No,
0: absolutely. Do you have a quick one about somebody, something with a kid in the club, like one of your most rewarding experiences? Uh, well, I'm sure you got a lot of them. I've actually.
1: got hockey players who love to high stick and break rods on blackfish trips. We have <laughs> Mikey Tufano's done that a couple of times. Um, yeah, the, the kids just do goofy stuff. They've walked off a of sod bank as we're walking down Mount Sinai Harbor not paying attention. And you have to remember that even at the age of 17, they're still puppies in a lot of ways, especially if this is new to them. So, they never, they never seem to amaze you, and they always love for some reason. Maybe it's because I'm bold, They love when I apply suntan lotion to my uh, to my head <laughs> on the trips. I'm trying to, I'm trying to be a good role model for them. That's another safety thing. And you got it. it's all about safety. <laughs>
0: I'll tell you, Bob. These are this is just a great show. I really appreciate you coming on this week. Um, this is great.
1: It's my pleasure.
0: And right now, I just want to send out a couple more thank yous. I want to thank Bob again. I want to thank our main show sponsors, Braun Seafood, Blue Sage, Day Spa, and Whitewater Outfitters. I also want to thank Cuddy Young Kenny for filling in for the captain. Um, he will be joining us back next week after his vacation. I hope he's well-rested. Um, so this wraps up this week's show for Bernie Bass and the captain. Have a great week, and hope you will tune in next week. Please check us, uh, us out anytime on Instagram at tightlineWRIVradio for all upcoming show information. Please feel free to email us at tightlineWRIVradio at gmail.com with any comments or suggestions. We are casting off from WRIV Radio, your hometown station, all local, all the time. And always remember, treat people with kindness and thank a veteran. Casting off.